Break a Chord, Music Chit Chat with your host, Valentino Kikowski. Welcome to the Strike Accord podcast and with me gives me great pleasure to have this man on my podcast, Simon Gardner. I've been hanging to have you on since uh, I, I started these podcasts. Simon, uh, welcome. Welcome to the, to the podcast. Valentino, thank you. The pleasure is all mine. I'm honoured to be here. You've had no, some the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> so, so we've, uh, we've known really each cool. other for a, for, a, for a while now. Um, yeah. uh you know good good friends and colleagues and, and and look it's yeah i've wanted to have you on seeing if you're going to come into melbourne so we can do it here but yeah, maybe uh, maybe maybe later on maybe maybe in the future you know yeah oh i'd love to yeah i'll never turn down a trip to melbourne that's oh sure. look yeah. melbourne's melbourne right <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. but look simon um simon you're, you're a by genre rock guitarist but i think you're more than that. <laughs> I think you're very versatile, and you've got a lot of a, a lot of musical background in that. Um, your your inspirations. How did how did Simon Gardner, the guitarist, start out as a, as, as a, as a guitarist? Because I know you started playing from a young age. But what were your influences? What brought you into this world of music and of guitar? Um, for me, just getting guitar lessons at school to start with. Um, I loved instrumental guitar. Mm. right from the word go uh that's and that's always been my my thing and probably will be in from here on out i guess yeah. um, <laughs> i hear i hear <laughs> i just um, i just I, I just really love it I'm, I'm always uh compelled by great melodies um mm. and the guitar talking the melodies i that's yeah i i just never tire of it i never tire of the instrument at all mm. and um so for me it was just one of those uh natural progressions i guess so having a great guitar teacher to start with and um and then listening uh to early blues and instrumental stuff by guitar mm. players like charlie bird yeah it was very very popular like playing and wes montgomery playing mm. those uh hits you know like yep. the, the, the mainstream hits they're like having pop instrumentals That's these right. guys are playing these little melodies um yeah they get, get into your like ear that. you know oh. So, so great. And, um, you know, I still find today the hardest thing to do in music is to write a really, really good melody. It's mm. just, and to, and to execute it so you're singing through your guitar. That's my eternal sort of challenge. Yeah, interesting you should say that. To write a melody and to have it in your head is one thing. To execute it is a, is a totally different thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's, a, it's look, it's every... Uh, the slower things, uh, like all, all things present their challenges for sure, but those, the slower melodies or the melodies that, that don't have a lot of notes in them, oh gosh, there's, there, because there's so much space, every note mm. needs to count. And yep. people talk about that, you know, a lot about, oh yeah, you make every note count, but when you really actually have to make every note count and you have to repeat it, not like a guitar player, but like, the, like I say, oh, for me anyway trying to yeah. sing through my guitar that's my voice so mm. uh, that that is the, the the grail if i can if i can write a great melody and execute it the way i want to execute it and express it to get that message across of the song then that that for me is like the the, the, the big thing like, yeah I, I, I love exciting guitar players don't get me wrong i love guitar players who have flair oh, and, all. and play with great technique mm. and fire and all that particularly in the rock genres and that which i love yeah. you know, but um, I, lo I do love it, um, but just a, a great melody just trumps it every time. Yeah, every time, just just knocks it out of the park. You know, so I, I, th I think I think you're definitely right. And what complements it is the, the the surroundings, the progression that comes, the chord progressions, the harmonies that come around it, because you got to make it justice. I mean, your melody is melody, and it's, it's a great melody. But if you don't, you know, if you don't do the right arrangements and you don't put the right chords in and and, and the right thing, it it could make or break it, you know. Oh, oh, most definitely. That's its fright. Yeah, that's where it lives. I always, uh, when I'm, whenever I'm teaching, lecturing, and talking about theory, I always, I always sort of use terms like it's a, it's a musical ecosystem. Yeah, everything's inextricably linked all the time. Sure. So it's very, very important. I talk about the melody, but the melody is only, only relative to the chords that are mm. happening, that the harmony, and how does that harmony support the melody so the melody can go forward. A bit like, you know, when you play in, in bands as a guitar player, you know, and you're out treading the boards, which I still do quite a lot of, um, and you're out playing, uh, your role there is very supportive to support 
singers, right? And Correct. to really have them Correct. forward. And yep. they're your, they're your, literally right. your voice box for your audience. That's so right. they're, they need to be supportive and, um, and are supported. And, uh, uh, and you're always thinking, how do I, oh, well, I'm always thinking, how do I get, make this a better tune? How do I, how do I sort of give the singer that framework to be able to really mm. go for it and express it, right? And that's um, a very so. important thing because, um, not only are you you're, you're supporting here, but you're aware you're aware yes. of your surroundings, and and that's very important for a musician. If you're not aware, oh. you can't accompany, you can't support, you, you can't you know it's it, it's it's very hard to work with people if if you're not there supporting them, you're not there aware of, of what's going on in, in the surroundings, you know. Oh, absolutely, I couldn't agree a hundred percent, you know, anymore. It's a hundred percent right. I think the um, that that is I quite often talk about. Uh, with students that, that the greatest asset is your ears it's actually Correct. not your hands your mm. ears are everything and that awareness that being present and being aware of what you're doing and how does it work in the bigger picture that's that's a, a lifetime's work you know that's that's a lot of you that's a lot 100%. of experience that's a lot of repetition that's a lot of error yep. and that's a lot of yep. uh, of just playing and listening listening back to what you do all yep. of that it, it's just very much a practice-led, uh, a practice-led skill uh, that you can uh, do uh, in, your, in your rehearsal studio. But you've got to be out working in front of people, Correct. I think, to see how what floats. I remember, I, I, remember I, I remember reading about Paul Gilbert hmm. talking about his live solos that he used to do. Yeah, and, you know, unbelievable guitar player. He's one of my favourite guitar players for sure. Um, and not because of his chops. His chops are great, but. Hmm. It's just the way he plays, his attack, his yeah. venom in his playing. Um, yeah. So, so compelling. Um, but he used to say that when he'd go live, there was a lot of stuff he'd, he'd end up leaving out because he'd be playing 40,000, 20,000 seaters with Mr. Mm. Big. And there'd be, in those solos he'd do, he'd leave out a lot of things because they'd end up not being effective. Yeah. You know, so he'd end up sort of playing simpler things, but with real emphasis and so they would have that impact that would help the song yeah i just saw that that was um you know really quite uh, profound that had a profound effect on me for sure oh, you know. oh for sure for sure yeah. and, and i think that's where the the difference between playing live and then playing in a studio as well there's different dynamics like in a studio oh, yeah. you know your mindset's different you know what about if we do this what do that and, and, and you tend to be well I, I tend to be more more, more technical and more Oh, you know, in yeah, the studio, you want to show what you're really capable of. But when you're live, you need to really sh read the crowd as well. You need to have that that soul on stage, you know. Um, yeah. And, and I you think need to be very that, generous that with it too. Yeah, that dynamic within the band. If you're playing with the band, um, if you're playing solo, well, then that's a different dynamic altogether. But it, you know, you're working yeah. then directly with with the with the people, with the you know, with the public. But in yeah. the in the band sense, everything changes dynamically, and and it's a great thing because. There'll be some things that you've never played before, you haven't experienced before with with a band, and that magic, yeah. you know. Oh, it is magic, it's, and it's hard too. Yeah. It's like it's it's a challenge oh, yeah. unto oh, itself yeah. because more you know more people equals more challenge equals yeah, more things correct. to go awry. Oh, of course, and oh, you're course. and you're and you're part of that as well. So, oh yeah, again, that's where you come back to the awareness. You know, that's so. right, the self awareness, yeah. and and I think uh, I think the other thing there is um, knowing what your capabilities are. You know, if if you're capable of doing these, we'll do it. But if if you're thinking that you know you're you're not up that because I've, I've been in that position myself, I'm not capable of of doing that this this progression or that riff and a live thing. It's not playing a cautious, but it's it's doing it not to confuse or affect the other band members. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh, that, definitely. That, you. That's my sort of take on it. Oh, I agree. I agree because uh, you're being more effective by doing that. Yeah. Correct, aren't you? Are you you're sort of working within the realm that you can work hmm. uh, for that given moment. Definitely, so, definitely, yeah, definitely. definitely. And and again, you're thinking, how do I make this a better, you know, musical scenario? Is yeah. the song going to be better for me being here? Hopefully, hopefully, you can say yes and not no. That's right. <laughs> That's plenty right. of times where it's been no. Yeah. It's like, oh man, <laughs> I know. Probably should have just stayed at home tonight. You know. So, but even their experiences, right? Anyway, yeah, you've got to do them. They're you've all processes that you've got of to go course. through. Of course, you know, of course. Uh, which is which is really cool. It's not yeah. nice sometimes. Of course. But, you know, now, just, um, yeah. Rick Purdy. Yeah, yeah. Your first teacher, yeah? 
Yes, yeah. Now, just to put things into context, rock guitarist, but you started with a jazz guitarist. Yeah, yeah. So, so Rick was a jazz player, but he used to play, everything. he used to teach us, uh, you know, uh, I still remember a crazy little thing called mm. Love when that came out. Yeah. He taught us yeah. how to play it. He used to have this big mate in Mayfair. Yeah. With yeah. these strings that were like, like fence wire. And he used to let us play his guitar while he'd be having a smoke, you know. Yeah, my dad used to have a Maiton similar sunburst Maiton to that. Yeah, unreal, unreal. Yeah. That sound, I still remember it. That's so long ago now, but he was wonderful because he was, he was uh, so demonstrative as a player. And occasionally you'd go into your lesson a bit early or whatever or late, and he would he would already be just playing, filling in time. But the sounds mm. that spewed this beauty in his playing was so fantastic he was he was you know and as time goes i'm sure i i you know it, it becomes more of a romantic uh, view in my mind about how wonderful it was as a teacher but he was also his story was of another time as well mm. like he left school when he was 15 oh really to, i didn't know to, to, to teach guitar and oh, and he he married he, um, I think one of his first students, and they stayed married. Oh, really? Whole, and he went on to become a cabinet maker because they had a family very young. Yep. I think they got married when they were nineteen or something. Yeah, yeah. And then he just gigged, so he'd do cabinet making during the day, then gigged. And he was getting too worn out, so he went to become a guitar teacher. But he'd be playing five nights a week. Jeez. He used to say to me, "I'm playing at the Sheridan tonight. You got to come down." This is like a Monday night, Tuesday night, like. In those days, that's what those guys did. They just yeah, that was a normal the whole thing. Time. Yeah, unreal. Yeah, know? my dad used to play seven nights. He used to unreal. go, yeah, I'm just playing at that time. Yep, if, if, it's, like it's, this was back eighties, you know, the eighties and the nineties. You know, yeah. it's just a different different thing. You can't fathom that sort of thing now. It's it's no. it's a bit. Of, it's a, obviously times have shifted, but you know, can you imagine the playing they got? Like they were really gig fit. You know, like oh yeah. Night so, after night, night after night, you know. Yeah, that's it, and you know, and I, I could, I could just about bet my house they weren't feeling great every night. Oh no, <laughs> that, no that'd, be, that'd be exhausting. That, that'd be, I know, I know. I well, I think it caught up with Rick. He led a pretty hard life in the end. Mm. Um, uh, he gigged a lot, um, yeah, and all the things that go with being out at night, you know. So, and gigging and in that environment. So yeah. call a ticky healthy environment per se. Correct, correct. Uh, and and but, back in that day, um, it was a quite unhealthy environment. But yeah. the passion of the music, the passion of your instrument, right. that passion um, overpowered ev everything. I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a living, but it was more than that. Um, as it is yeah. for for of us for us now as well. It's, yeah. it's more than a living. It's way, the, way of life. Way of sure. life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, now, Simon. You're, you've come out with a few few recordings, and I, I know I've, I've I've got a couple of them, and 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 you know choose your own adventure was that was my first one. I think you gave it to me. Um, yeah. But I, I I listen to sketches. Yeah, yeah. Different, different. Oh yeah. It's like like acoustic. I, I really like it. Acoustic guitar, experimental a little bit. What was what was the inspiration behind that? Because I know I know how you play, and I know you get into, you know, the shred and I, you get into the I, rock. But I, yeah, I love it. And I you, love and you love that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think um, I, I've uh, I've always had a real, very strong affiliation to those sorts of sounds. Now mm. you've got to remember, I'm I grew up in the eighties playing yep. guitar. Yeah, yeah. Golden era for yep. guitar playing. I hear, ya. I hear. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> uh, from a rock perspective, but all perspectives for guitar playing was just a natural evolution that sort of almost just got too big and fell mm. down over itself. So, yeah. Um, but at the same time, a lot of um, people have forgotten that New Age music at the same time was absolutely enormous. New Age, yeah, it was. You know, it like, was. Planted all these. And I yeah. used to love that stuff. And I, and I think that what I loved about it was the textural aspect of it. Yeah. So there'd just be very soft textures coming, mm. washing over you. And the way that it was recorded, was very beautiful and it always appealed to me the other guitarist that the sketches that really inspired me um is uh, uh was pat Metheny, his yep. early recordings I, I just i just think he's a remarkable musician oh, in general he's um, a god <laughs> purely as a guitar player yeah yeah uh, quite a, a young prodigy really yeah, in a lot of course ways, um, uh, with bright sized life but i loved the texture of that so it's very mm. dreamy very soft, yeah. very, you know, and 
The other thing too about doing that that type of a record, you can be super melodic with it. Like mm. you're never having to fight for a melody. Yeah. You're yeah. never having to fight for the volume. You know, you're never having... And in rock a lot of times, which is part of its sound, it's a very visceral sound and yeah. very visceral form rock. So there is a bit of that fight in there. You know, vibrato is different, yeah. the tone's more aggressive, all of that sort of stuff. Um, whereas Sketches is very ethereal um, and it's very uh, soft. It's supposed to sound like it does, um, which is very like a dreamscape mm. almost. But there's also some really quite progressive music in there as well. So it's sort of, it, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely whenever I hear it, it's one of those things. Well, yeah, it's definitely one of those albums that I've done and that music I've done. I can remember absolutely doing the whole thing. I don't know why. It's, maybe it's just like that really super true music you do sometimes. And yeah, it, it ended up being. It ended up being quite popular because oh, it's, of, a great it's, album. it's very it's very soft and it's very engaging, um, that, and it's not invasive like some of the rock stuff. Yeah, quite, you know, in your face. But you would have had to change like uh, uh, your playing, and, and I know you some oh, of yeah. those, but but your your mindset of the at the actual recording would have had to change your mindset, as in not only playing, but how this is going to sound, how that's going to sound, what the mix is going to be like. What instruments am I going to put in? How am I going to layer this? How am I going to do that? So was that was that the case? Yeah, most definitely. Um, the the whole uh, technical aspect too, playing the nylon string, very mm. the string tension being so low. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> and yeah, uh, you know, yeah, I totally. And and um, I I have about uh, probably a quarter of your dexterity and, and technique with the instrument and connection with nylon string. Mm. Like you do, that's uh, your. It's such a vo- your voice on that instrument yeah, is so powerful right. um, and so impressive. I, for me, I just chase. I I chase sounds very much. So there's a not not a real style per se with that record. So I had to sort of shift around going, working. I just want to make sounds as opposed to going. Okay. I'm going to do it in the this style. Interesting. I just, thought, I, just I just really want to make sounds, and I'll just follow sounds. Like I say, when when you're not fighting to hear yourself, and when you're not fighting to this, you can listen and and really work on melodies because it was all a fair bit slower the music, and I could really focus just on playing the notes and yeah. getting them to sound the way I wanted. Which meant that 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 sort of manifests itself in changing your technique because mm. that the outcome needs to change, so therefore it has to change here and how correct you know. So everything is is that heightened. Uh, what there's the sound? Is it what I want? No. How am I going to change it? How am I going to get it to be what I want it to be? And so with sketches, it was very much like that. Uh, I think it was that time in my life too. I don't know. It's just a very creative point in that mm. my life at that point. Um, yeah, it's so, different. The phases you, you go I, through. I, love, I mean, actually love that record. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, it's, so, a, it's a reflection well, of, the, of the part of your life, you know. Hey, it's a great, yeah, it great, is. It's very, great it's, album. It's a very uh, true one too. Like that's, mm. it's very true. I wasn't trying to do anything really with that. In fact, I remember now it was actually I was encouraged along to do it as part of a um, as a hospice service. Uh, oh, I forgot the name. I can't believe that. But anyway, to have do a launch at this launch of this hospice. This, okay. Uh, so. Yeah, it, that was kind of like the rudder. You know how you know you, you might be recording and doing stuff, and you go, "Yeah, well, this is all great." So, what I'm going to do with it, you know? And mm. then all of a sudden, you have this opportunity. You go, "Right, well, I'm going to release this at a CD launch for this." And all of a sudden, you've got a rudder, and it takes you, you know, it gives you that sense of accountability and direction. You're, that's what you're meant to do. It was like a calling. It was like, yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. The, that's the that's the path. That's the journey. Yeah. So, which, um, which is a yeah. magic in itself, you know. Yeah, oh, definitely. That, that's the magic of power of creation. Yeah, of course. You know, really, of course. very. That again, I use that word compelling for me. That when when I, when I look around at everything around me in the world around us, it, at one point it was just someone's idea, hmm. and yet these things happen. And it's just like that with with your compositions as well. Yeah, you have this idea. I want to make this sound that sounds like this, and we have this idea, and then you start working on. You throw out more ideas and keep a course, um, yep. but just that, that how, and then at the end of it, you get that film clip or you get that that single back, and you go, 
well, I remember when that was just a couple of notes on my guitar. Yeah. Now I've this. How how does that happen? Yeah, you know, it's incredible. It's it's incredible. And and um and and what you mentioned about sound, there's a lot of guitars that want to actually play riffs or licks or, or passages or something, and they and they're trying to emulate or they're trying to get an idea from a, a well-known artist, whether it be guitar, keys, or whatever. But going for I want to make a sound. I want to, I want to produce a sound. That to me is next level, you know. So, you know, there's a lot of things that we, you know, at some stage we all try to emulate someone, oh, you know, our, oh, yeah. our legends and stuff yeah. like that. But going for that, as you said, going for that, I'm trying to get that sound. Again, trying to get this sound. That 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 is where you're out of the box, you know. Yeah, that, I think that's a that's that's the. It's not easy. That's, it's, it's not easy. <laughs> no, that's because you, you're really getting into you into here, Correct. and you're really trying to pull out that stuff, and you get letting go of your ego and your fear yeah. of oh, I don't, I don't. Then no one's going to like this. It just sounds silly, or it doesn't. It's not impressive enough. Now, mm. I think guitar players we're, we're terribly. In fact, maybe maybe a lot of musicians, but generally guitar players, we're sort of obsessed. Uh, maybe it's the way we were brought up. I don't know what and it is. And we're insecure at the same time. Very insecure. <laughs> and we got to show how well we can play. And yeah, maybe it's yeah. just because we spend 90% of our time practicing the things we spend 5% playing. So if you've got eight exactly bars to right. solo, it's just full gas. Like, yeah, that's it. This. That's it. You know? Yeah. Um, and so maybe maybe that's, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, chasing the sounds, that's the thing. And you can't help. Like nothing's created in a void. So this is the thing. So you, you chase that sound, and that, but it might come through the guise of other things that you've listened mm. to. You know the frameworks and that. And, yep. You know that, because you've it, got that vault it, in your head. Oh, you do. Sometimes you unlock that vault, and things come spilling out, and you think, "Oh, hang on, this sounds familiar." Yeah. But so does this. So where am I hearing this from? And until until you play it and play it, and then you think, "Oh, okay." I know where I'm headed now, but it takes a while to, to get there because sometimes you've got an overload in your head and sometimes, yeah. you know, you think, stop playing, <laughs> stop listening and just take take a step back, you know. Oh, yeah. It gets it tight. Must be, that, that must be, for you playing, say, uh, a more traditional yeah. um, uh, style, if you like, or genre, I should say, not mm. style, it's more than style, it's a culture, really, isn't mm. it? It is, um, it is. It is, uh, is the, the lineage is such that they're, it, you know, it has its rules and has its. Um, yeah, but they're breaking and, down a little bit, which is good. Yeah, I remember because well, I asked you about Paco de Lucia, yeah. and you said Paco is God. Paco is God. He's God, and everyone right. and everyone says is. that. Yeah, everyone everyone says yeah, that everyone. about him. But when he when he actually started playing, um, his stuff at the age of maybe twenty odd or something like that. And he changed the position of actually holding the guitar. And his first solo concert in Madrid, he got ridiculed for it. Yeah. And it must, it, it must have affected him some way, but he pushed on. He was the first one to bring a bass, electric bass in flamenco. He was the first one to bring a percussionist into flamenco. Mind you, he was a Brazilian percussionist playing a Peruvian box. Well, uh, and he just yeah. did things out of the box. And people said, no, 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 no. You know, it's like your traditional. Yeah. You get a lot of those blues people as well, a lot of those old rock people. Oh no, when they listen to people like John Petrucci or you know, like, oh, yeah. no, no, there's no. Oh, even, even you know, blues guys within the blues. If it, you know, some people think there's you know, there's no one after Muddy Waters. You know, yeah, there's... correct. And then you got Stevie Ray Vaughan. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Oh no, terrible. You know, Stevie Ray Vaughan. No, no, that's, that's not blues. Just, you know. just the devil. Yeah. So you know? oh yeah, for sure. And Clapton copped that as well. Yeah. You know, in America, like but he was not go. They're the ones. They're, they're the ones that are looking here, chasing that sound. You know, they're it. the ones chasing that sound, and that that shows a lot of a, a lot of courage in a musician, B, and a lot of creativity. And this the person who's doing that is looking to widen widen the perspective. You know, um, even me as as a flamenco guitarist, I I play flamenco, but I listen to so many other different and I love yeah. other different genres. You know, um, I, I'm a prog metal guy right I, I love prog metal right yeah yeah, yeah. And, and 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 i love your playing as well you know because Thanks. your your playing is not only rock but you delve into those other little things and you can hear it you know you can hear it tapping on the door but it's not right it's not it's not there because i've got something else to show you hang on you know yeah. that's what i love about your playing simon it's, thank you it's thank you, there Brent. and it's and it's it's 
you know, here's your bit of traditional, you know, your licks, but eh, here's a bit of something else for you to have a think about, you know, which, which yeah. I love. And your your recordings, are, they're like the band is in your room. Like yeah. they're playing awesome. here, you know. And that's that's what I love, the, 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 the drums, the keys, the bass. It's like you're sitting in the middle of, 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 of the band. How did you how did you produce that? How did you get the band to actually produce that? Ah, uh, well, I, I just for me again, like talking about chasing sounds. I'm just such a I'm a big Zeppelin fan. Mm. I love I love and like one of the things I love band. about Zeppelin and and um, uh, Purple early Purple. Yep. That those recordings are benchmarks benchmark recordings. Yeah. And I just they and because they were so um they were, I was when I was used to listen to a lot of that. It's so impressionable. It just kind of mm. ended up sort of tattooing itself on my yep. on my oral history, you know. And um, so now that's I kind of have this this sort of benchmark that I chase in my sounds. Mm. And the more that I do, again, like anything, you just got to keep doing it. The got my my um, my goals change have developed over time to do making recordings and guitar playing that. Is expressive, but also sounds really good. So, if, no matter who that's puts awesome. it on, goes, geez, that's a great sound. Yeah. I, where's the singing? Or I don't even really like it, but geez, sounds good. That guy sounds like he's pretty good. You yeah, know, you know what I mean. Like, I, I mean, because I get that all the time. So it's just so you work through these things. How am I going to manage this in myself so I can get up tomorrow morning and get on with the day? You sort of go, <laughs> well. You know, people aren't going to change, other. They're no, going to say, you, what, "Listen, have you thought about getting a, a female singer? You, you make, you know, you'll be a star." You know, it's like oh. so many times <laughs> to me too. But you know what? Yeah, it, with, it's with such bullshit. Music, it is. It is. But it's with your bullshit. playing, it's like you forget that there should be a singer. That's, uh, thank that's, you. That's the thing. Where that's a great you know, compliment because that's that says it's there's enough there correct, you know for you correct, when you're listening and correct. that's that's a great compliment that makes me feel really good like a good sense of achievement and, and, and it's not just coming from a musician's perspective but coming from a, 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 a person who's just listening right yeah now i find it hard just to listen to music because i analyze a lot oh of course you do but yeah i gave it to my son and my son's yeah. uh he's coming up to he's he's a metal guy he's like yeah metal. yeah and i go listen to this and he and he just sat there and just listened didn't say anything and i go well, what do you think is he goes yep and, and yeah, that's, he's 16 that's years right. old you know so he's yeah yeah he's getting into all of that and and he didn't mention anything about singers or anything like that he goes yeah you know but this is the thing where it's multi-generational i think your your, your music it's it doesn't matter who, who listens to it you know yeah. and that's why I'll, you're, you're, you're very diverse and that's why I mentioned sketches as well because that not every guitarist will take on a, 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 an album or a project like that, you know? So yeah. Some people have yeah. their reservations about it. I, I, look, for me, I'm, I'm actually just started my master's degree and my master's degree is an album okay. project that I'm doing at the moment. Cool. And um, it, it's one of those things where I've just gone, right, this is just the music I'm going to play. Because yeah. because I just go why why not why wouldn't I? why wouldn't I why wouldn't you just go this is what I want to say yeah I mean I really know. at the end of the day you know in twenty years time when you listen to that record it's gonna it's gonna be a, a memory little memory file for you so a, a big thing for me um, you're talking about your son's guitar player uh, my kids play as well my son's a guitar player really good metal player um, he's um got such great feel for metal you know and in that yeah. sort of pantera oh, style awesome. so it's got this real swagger really yeah. bit of an sort edgy of Zach, rock swagger. Zach sort of sort of swagger yeah <laughs> yeah it's just totally got it and great sense of tone you know oh, awesome um so a big thing for me valentino is to leave is to uh leave a legacy for yes. my family and my children as well so Same. that's Same. one of what yeah one of the reasons I, I, I do what I do recording-wise is, uh, A, so it makes me feel like I sometimes when I play, it's almost like I go, oh, there you are. Mm. There you are, Simon. Good. Mm. Yep. You know, like it's just my identity to myself. Yeah. And I get that, that nice connect. That full and so you, you feel like a person. You, feel, you yeah. don't feel like something. 
posture all the time. You go, ah, this is good, you know. And when you play your own music, I think that that's where you have that direct line. Um, Correct. You stop thinking about whether things are good or bad. You actually just start really loving the process of creation. Yeah. And it's very challenging, and you're not you'll 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 lose more than you win. Oh, like you, your winning outcome of your album or your single is actually you've lost so many battles to get to that mm. point. You've discarded so, so many ideas. You've sworn so at yourself that many times. Yep. There's so much self-deprecation and loathing going on <laughs> about your own play <laughs> and how and how terrible you are. Yeah. But it's actually all part of this sort of process, you know, process that we go through. And it seems to be a very common thing, but. My my point is is that why why wouldn't you just do that at this mm. point in my life? I'm just like, oh man, I'm just going to make these songs. I've got to get this out. I've got to do this. It's like, yep. well, there might be one or two people or two now that you've said you enjoy my music. So two people who might go, <laughs> I think oh great, Simon's got something coming out. Yeah. I might I might have a listen to it, you know, and that that's uh, that's awesome. But it's not the driver. Like, no. it can't be the driver for it. No, no, it can't. Otherwise, you'll never release anything. You'll never record anything. You'll never play anything. That's right. You never play anything. You never do anything because it'll never be good enough. And you, you'll always measure yourself against people like Polyphia and people like that who are extraordinary or Guthrie Govan. And you just yeah. go, oh my God. I mean, you know, but the thing about it is, is it's not a race. It's, as incredible as that music is, and it's great. It's so modern. It's giving you, it's reflecting to us. It's saying these, these, I'll say, these guys, this is how they hear the world. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, and it sounds like that. You just go, it's really, it's a bit sort of confronting in some ways. Mm. It's so full on. Um, so, you know, I love that, but that's, they're expression. Yeah, exactly. You, you know what I mean? You can't measure your expression against theirs. It's just, it's, it's, it's sort of, Utile thing, and, and you're you're correct. And if you do go down that path where you're measuring it up against that, you're gonna end up in a in a mess, um, yeah. <laughs> mind wise, um, because let's face it, you know, you're we're all different generations, and we all come from different things, and you can't keep up with everybody. So it's 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 gonna play tricks with your mind and say, oh, you know, then you're comparing yourself to this to that, and uh, we've done it before. We know how it yeah. is, but you need to snap out of that and, and, and start doing things that you really want to do and what, you, what you're doing, what you're talking about, you know, something that's fulfilling that, you know, when you get that thing, yet yeah, this is me. This yeah. is this is what I do. This is what I can do. These are my capabilities and this is what I feel. This is my soul, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing that as you develop more like that and you start to create more how the boundaries of what mm. you thought you were going to do all of a sudden start to just go like this and just go out wider and wider. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're doing these amazing things and that's the power of creativity. It's extraordinary. So true. It's, so it's true. cosmic, man. You know, so and, I, and I read a book um, uh, which I can only highly recommend if you haven't read it. It's called The War of Art. Okay. Um, and, uh, man, that book and one of the premises of that book is that as an artist, you, you've got to sit down and you've got to work. Yeah, and your know. work is so important. And there's one thing, and this is what made me, this is, if I hadn't read this book, I still wouldn't have released anything in the last 12, 18 months. But it says, if you, if you don't do your art, if you do not do your song, you write your book, write, do your painting, it will never, ever get done. Because yeah. no one else can do it. So true. No one so else in the world can do it. How many times then, have we lived that? <laughs> far out. I've got to do that. I've got to yeah. do it. I've got to see it through. I've got to do it. So why? Well, if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. Well, why does it need to be done? Because it's art. It's music. It's actually what the world needs. It's it's what we're supposed to be Spot doing. On. We're Spot creating on. giving. It's a, it's a you know what we do is is unconditional giving it, when we create, is. isn't it? You know, and even more unconditional now, where people don't have to basically pay for it. So they just have it. And it's that's like, right. that's and right. So, you know, and, so and for me, that yeah, the war of art, man. That that is a I'm gonna, great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. read that one. Yeah. But you know, in in saying that as well, and and, and you touched upon, you know, it, it's everything's out there, and you know, like, it's a, it, it, everything's a gallery now. Mm. You know, every everything is a gallery. Um, yeah. 
whatever art it is, whatever it is, or it doesn't even have to be an art anymore. Yeah. Everything's out there, and with today's technology and everything's got, uh, everyone's got access to everything and everything like that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And and in saying that, when you produce an album, when you when you record an album, and when you when you say, all right, this is it's it's done. What do I do now? Do you? I know we all try to jump on the you know the Spotify bandwagon and trying to get on playlists and this and that and it's, it can be a very stressful process right but for Simon Gardner is the album more of a thing to put out there just as a personal thing is it a thing to get more gigs is it a thing to make money from where does that sit for you Simon okay so I think it I don't think it's purely one thing um, I mm. think to be fair it is okay. motivated by my own expression it's easier to put singles out in fact i'll do a single first before the album is finished and i think that's important to do from um by keeping your energy up in your profile Hmm. so externally but also for your own productivity you're going oh well i've got you know anytime you can set yourself a more achievable goal yeah you're gonna you're gonna keep your energy going rather than going right i've got to do this massive work I'm only 60% of the way there, you know. That's like, where I'm at the moment. That's what I'm asking you. Know. Yeah, <laughs> so I, look, I, I think um, like anything and like your guitar playing, uh, which I'm sure I know that you understand, and that is to do things well, you've got to break them down into small components. Yeah. But you've also got to have, you've got to think, where is this going to end up? So you've got to start with the end in mind. Um, I yeah, think and get okay. that you've got to have that rudder otherwise it will be just how long is a piece of string yeah. so I think projects um, they need to have that um, deadline that need to have that um, yeah. that accountability for yourself either, or if someone's investing in you to have that and whether it can be emotional investment or uh, trust like you might have musicians playing in you yeah. and you've said to them, we're going to record on these dates um, and I'm going to have the demos ready for you by then and lead sheets if you want them, but I prefer just so you learn the tunes we can record. So um, then you've got to honour that. That's the stuff. Yeah. And you don't you don't sort of call them up and go, oh, listen, you know what? I haven't had much time to do my demos. And that's bullshit because you you, you can find time for anything. I sure so, can. You sure can. You, you know, so my point is, is that first thing is that get – just have a goal, and if you miss yeah. it, so what? You, the process of getting to it, you would have achieved more than if you didn't have it. Yeah, yeah. Y- you know what I mean. You're, so you're spot, you're spot on because at the moment I'm 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 looking to complete my album. Yeah, and I need to complete it, and I've got a deadline of of before Christmas, right? But in the last two weeks, like because I've been I've been recording it on and off, on and off, and on and off. But in the last two weeks, I've really because you're down. a podcast star now. <laughs> oh, I'm far from it. Far, you got far no from time. it. It's <laughs> like, oh, let's go to the studio. Where's Valentino? Your man's there. Yeah, my man. He's he's on a podcast with, <laughs> with <someone>. Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden. Yeah, no, God forbid. Anyway, this is a different story. But look, at the end of the day, it's it's it, you're 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 hundred percent right. You need to you need to really schedule as well. You need to plan. You need to forward plan, and you need to really be um accountable for your time um yeah. and that's what i found in the last two weeks and mind you i've also f- for the last month and a half i've delved in into a lot into mixing and mastering so Lovely. i've i mean i used to do it ages ago with your old outboard gear and adats and everything like that but it's a different ball game now so oh yeah going into going into that and this is where i've probably delayed a few things because i think i i i I would like to do this whole album end to end and that's that's one of my goals and it's it's a big goal but we'll see how we go but i mean if you've got that then you've got to adjust your expectations accordingly exactly exactly and and i can't go so i hope this done by christmas because i said i was going to do it guess what i'm going to do everything so oh man that's just a recipe for disaster you know you exactly but what yeah. I did, I sort of put, I put in little goals, targets. Yeah, yeah, perfect. You, yeah. you know, I'm going to learn about all this, but I'm, I need to have it done by, say, November, this or October or whatever, right? And I was sort of heading in in, in phases and in stages, and 
and it's it's getting there. I've 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 learned a hell of a lot for for mixing and mastering and and and, and got all these plugins and everything like that. But the thing that I need to do all the time is have a switch, you know, switch from from being being a musician and, and recording and, and arranging, composing to being a, 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 an audio engineer and going in and saying, all right, well, this is a mixed day. I'm not doing anything else. I'm just mixing today, you yeah. know, and it's it's helped me because I've. I've developed a lot as well, and I've 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 learned a lot from from a lot of things. I mean, YouTube's unbelievable these days. <laughs> so, you know, you get to you get to see a lot. But that's 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 where I've 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 changed this year as well. I've I've shifted to more of a whether you want to take it as a as a business sort of minded person. But you know, in, in this sort of week, this week we're going to do this, and I'm going to be committed to doing this, and then the next week I'm going to be committed to doing this, and then the, then you get your people to come in and record and stuff like that. But you're 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 right. You need to have your expectations, and you need to adjust your expectations. Yeah, I think so. And and it's okay for timelines to blow out. It's kind of normal, but you you just got to put those things in place first. Yeah. Yep, you can't definitely. go well. What if? What if? Because the what if you know tomorrow never comes. It's just it's one of those things, isn't it? So correct. You've got to at least try. It. You're better to try and fail than you are to oh, yeah. um, just put it off. Um, so, and I've done that. I've done it terribly. Um, if I could change, you know, one of many things in my life in the past would be not put stuff off for whatever reason. Like just yep. keep being keep your output high. Correct. Because that keeps your quality high. It keeps it keeps you developing. Because so so every true. time you do a recording, you get better at it. That's the goal. Rather than going, this is the one that's going to do this and this. You're actually going, this is just another one. This is just another step. This is another step. And every time you do it, you're going, I really like this. Well, I am. I'm going, this next recording, I want it to be sound amazing. So it's just... It sounds really like, uh, like you were saying before, you're in the room, but there's electricity about it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's got really, really uh, this special energy about it. I'm thinking, how am I going to capture that? So I've got someone to work with. So because I don't know how to do that, yeah. I know I can play it, and I know what I'm hearing in the room. And when it gets good, I go, if there's any way that we could capture this and bottle it, would be yeah. millionaires, yeah, it's incredible. Um, so that's but uh, so. The, so I've got someone to co-produce with me mm. as, as part of my project. And um, gee whiz, that's uh, that's uh, brilliant to have someone to bounce ideas off oh, who's yeah. not going to just go, oh, yeah, good idea. Oh, you're great. That's a good idea. They're going to go, so why would you do that? It's like, and then you have to start explaining and talking. And then you end up you end up answering your own questions for a long time, don't you? So I've, so I've got talking about this. You know, non tactile thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and very. and I've I've got a colleague here that I, I I have those conversations with, and and it's a refreshing conversation because you're not siloed, because you know how it is. Sometimes recording and recording it can be very siloed, and you get into oh, the yeah. bubble, and it can be uh, it can be counterproductive. Um, yeah. But when you get someone else coming in, and 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 I I I've got I've got about. I've got a few completed tracks off my album, and I've I've sent it to him to have a look, to have it listened to, and I changed a few things only because it brings things into perspective. Not too many things, but it yeah. brings things into perspective. And you just think these little things can make maybe make it a bit better, and you take it on board. But if it was me about thirty years ago, I probably wouldn't have given it to anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, yeah. I know exactly. What it's you all mean. about experience. Yeah, it's, it's all about you know. It's ex- your age. Yeah, not not being afraid as well. You know, not yeah. being fearful. So yeah. the beauty is in the process. That's where the gold is, is in that process so of making. So true. Yeah, so true. So, so yeah, so I, I think for me it's definitely a personal goal is to create more music and create a good album. Um, from a uh, marketing <laughs> marketing yeah. perspective, uh, the feedback I I've had, and I, and I think, and I, but I think, um, and I would, I would guess that for yourself as well, that I've, is is that in our genres which are more uh, what would I say music, mm, music. serious music serious genres music. Uh, yeah so, and again in inverted commas so it's yeah. got derogatory comment to any other music That's but right. um, it's more this idea of us you know uh, serious music listeners we'll say um, they more feedback I get is oh 
I really enjoyed your last single. When you when's your album coming out? When are you going to put another album out like him so it goes? You know, I love the way that it was like a journey, you know. Yeah. And and I'm thinking, you know, the, the the advice that you get from people in the streaming services and stuff goes, it's all about the single. You've got to get yeah. a single out. You've got to do this. Yet, and then the penny started to drop a bit for me where I'm thinking, hold on, these are kids. These guys are 20, 22 years old. And what they're talking about is right, but it's not for... They don't listen to the sort of music I listen to. No, Yet the people who are asking me for albums, that's my audience. That's your audience, correct. And the that's... people and, and the people who um, uh, are interested in the music from a, 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 a business point of view mm. are asking for more material. They want an album. So that sort of says to me they know their, their, their public and they know that their public who enjoys guitar music and instrumental music wants more than just a single. Because yeah. that's not pop music, you know. No, so, that's right. you, you that's know what right. I mean? So, it, it's just that it's just a different. I think what you'd need to be clever about um, uh, is how you place, how you see yourself. If you were doing, um, uh, if just say, for instance, um, you know, instrumental guitar or, or flamenco guitar music was all of a sudden top of the charts, hmm. Pe- people, everyone would be going, here's my instrumental track, it's my new single, blah, 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 blah. I don't think that's no disrespect, but I don't think it's going to happen to us anytime no, soon. No. Um, but, but and that's, that. I, I, I'm comfortable. That. <laughs> um, it hasn't been that good since, what, the Sash. Yeah. And then before <laughs> that, it was Jeff Beck, and then before that, was a Shadow. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, but but um, I think the, um, you know, that's when the paradigm shifts and it's what people want. But I think in general, uh, we need, I think we should be focusing more on just getting out this product. Because of the sort of the nature of the music that we do. Well, it's you as know? you said before. You got to get your art out there. You got to complete your art. Yeah. You got to you got to do it right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 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 it keeps you, I think, uh, and it keeps you current as well. You know, you're, yeah. you're out there. People are watching what you do. You're you're you're, you're doing things, and 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 you know, the the only thing now is that you got to do a lot more. F- for for one thing now like you got to be more engaged you got to be on social media you got to you got to drive that oh, whole train you got to drive all of that you know which is i think it's just a standard thing now um yeah. but you know like you know <laughs> that social media thing still gets gives me anxiety every now and then and it's like oh you know and and, and it's it's work on top of work as well you know yeah. um i i see this as because uh, uh, i don't really understand it i don't understand what it does don't um, I, I I don't I agree. like everyone talks about awareness. Like everyone's yeah. gonna be aware. Or yeah. if they're aware, why don't they just come to my show? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're aware, but no they're aware. They're, I think I'm it. shit. What's going yeah. on? Well, like, what's going on? I'm, I like I'm aware. It, I'm like, they're aware. Where's the connection? <laughs> Where is everyone? I don't know. I'm I'm sure. I'm I'm sure there's something there's something there. I just don't know. I'm I'm thinking it might be a generational thing. I don't know. I, I, but I, think, I, I think I don't. I don't. That know. plays all a part. I, all I want to do is make sure that any time I present anything on social media, that I that I present something well and that it's it's yep. something meaningful to me. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I don't want to become an influencer. I don't. I have uh, no respect for that at all. That's, that's, that's you know. It's me too. That's can't, that's can't nothing agree, in. Simon. Yeah, nothing in my sphere wants me to do that. But at the same time, I'm not anti-social media per se. Oh, no. I mean, um, so I, I, it's, it's, it's here. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, you've got to learn how to manage it. I don't, I don't know enough yeah. about it to really, Correct. again, I'll just do same. my little bits and pieces and, and try and grow a following. Why do I want to grow a following? Is so hopefully more people will listen to my songs and listen to my Correct. music. That's, and, and if I go, and if come I can, watch you live. You know, come and watch a show. Yes, because there's nothing like a live. There's nothing like a live performance. You know, it's like that's the business. It still lives. That fire still lives in us. In 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 there. You know, and getting getting those butterflies before the show. And there's there's that it's 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 that that driving force within your body saying, oh, you know, get get out and you know, and that's totally like that. Yeah, and there's more. uh, You know, doing that is yeah, really liberating. Oh yeah, and playing your own music live and. Hmm. It, it just becomes more like I remember I did a gig a few weeks ago 
and it was the first sort of gig I'd done for a few months is just doing my own stuff and uh, had a great response and sold all the tickets and man it was just like you know we're getting to the end of the night and I'm just going I'm starting to starting to hear all this stuff while I'm playing you know and yeah. starting to really go for things you know uh, and it took that you know if you're doing that all the time if you're playing live that's just where you live yeah, you know exactly. that dangerous sort of area where you you yeah. honour your tunes you execute them really well but then when it comes to soloing I leave a lot of my solos uh, when I play live or improvise so I sort of use loose themes or if I get an idea in rehearsal and play something oh I like that I'll use that on Friday night or whatever yeah um, solos like the last couple of singles I've learnt them because they were very structured and so I performed them live and I love them too they, they're like I, I can't think of anything better to play there so yeah. that's kind of crystallised it you know um, so but yeah that, that that you're right man that, that power and that energy of playing live that, that, um, it's a certain type of magic and, and things yeah. happen especially when you're when you're a band you know you oh, yeah. you work a, for one another and and speaking of which, your band. Tell us a bit about yeah. the band. You've you got you've got uh, bass, drums, keys as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it's a little bit of a a, ver- a, a a developing thing. So it's one of those things where you sort of like for me, I hire players. Um, and the last two recordings, everything was done remotely. Everything. Mm. So because of where we were, as you do, but that's sort of like a normal thing, you know. It is normal now. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the upshots of of, of um, everything that happened over the last couple of years is now the whole landscape of work for musicians and the connection you can connect with people that you wouldn't have dreamed of in your, in your wildest dreams, yep. these famous people, and you can have them play on your record. Yep. And you go... You could never what? have fathomed the thought. <laughs> how, could, how could that happen? You know, so... Um, you know, things like that. There are some really nice things to come out of it. And uh, so, so yeah, so band-wise, I, there's some musicians I just love playing with. And mm. if I can't get them, I tend to, this is probably something I've got to fix, is I, get, I tend to hold off, you know. I don't I'm the same. I'm the same. sort of grab anyone. I'm, I'm the same. Yeah. Because so, there's a, you click... And, and not only on a musical level, but on a personal level as well. If and yeah. I've always said this: if I can't sit down and have a laugh and have a conversation with the person, that can be a virtuoso. And if I can't sit down and do it, I'm going to be uptight playing with them, and it's yeah. not going to be a good thing for for anyone to watch that. No, yeah, that's Whereas right. Whereas you can get, you know, you have these conversations, and you know, like, you know, I, I can sit down with you, and I can play play all day with you. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but you know, you have that conversation flowing outside of the instrument. Yeah. And then when you get the instrument, then you know it's it's just shifted onto this. So yeah, that, yeah. that's that's um, very important for me. And, and I know how, I know how you feel about that and yeah. waiting, holding off. You know. Yeah, I'd love to on this project. I'd love to if budget was no option. I'd be I'd be outsourcing. Uh, you know, uh, a bunch of my favourite players. Well, that's what I tell myself. But then I go, oh, there's actually a couple of guys around here I play with who are. One of my favourite players, and <laughs> it's like, well, why they not just call them? Because yeah, you call you call them up, and you, and you sort of, or you send them a message, going, they're not going to be interested in playing with me. You know, they're going to, nah, it's all, it's all. Same. And then you know, you get a good response, and you go, yeah, you know, this is going to be great. It yeah, gets you all yeah. inspired because yeah, you know you got great people in, in to be involved with, and also too, again, talking about accountability before. You get yeah. good people involved. You you start having higher expectations, I think, and of yeah. yourself. Make sure yeah. you deliver how you conduct yourself professionally. All of those things are very become much more heightened. You know. So, yeah. yeah. But look, that's yeah, that, and, and and that's that's the whole point. Um, we're doing we're going there to to not only good produce good music and play play good and and, and do, but also have a bit of fun. You know. Um, oh yeah. This is this is what we do. This is who we are this is what we do and um we want to make it worthwhile not not and, and not only for us and most importantly make it worthwhile for the people who are listening to you you know Ooh, just share that beautiful joy yeah, passion yeah you know? exactly and exactly the fun the fun stuff sort of just comes in as part of that 
Correct. Part of that sphere, you know, of, so of, of the joy and the giving, you know. So true. That's when things, and, things and that magic, of, that magic yeah. that happens on stage oh. and in the recording studio and everything. It's it's, it's, oh, it's, totally. it's awesome. Yeah, now, totally. recently, JMC Academy. Yeah. You're a lecturer there. Yeah, yeah. So I was a sessional lecturer for five years this year, um, and then I got offered a full time position. So full time. Sometimes kind of funny because people kind of go, "Wow, you got a, you finally got a full time job," and it's like, <laughs> "Man, I've I've been working the last thirty years with like three full time jobs." Yeah, you know, it's like people right, don't you, realize it. Oh my god, twenty four seven when you're oh, sleeping, yeah. when you're no, awake, when you're, and you're always scratching around for just hustling and hustling. hustling. So I'm still still doing that to a degree, but I still teach privately. But I I um I do. Uh, which I still really enjoy very much, but my actual guitar teaching itself is the least amount I've done, I reckon, in about 25 years. Mm. So I still have contact with students and help them with their music, but I teach theory and I'm the ensemble coordinator here at JMC oh, nice. in Brisbane. So I get to see the students, watch them create, listen to them create, talk to them about what they're doing. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been really, I really, really enjoy it. The, the lecturers here and the the cohort of staff here are just fantastic. So you, you're sort of amongst your people in this funny little private university so where you good. sort of got it's so, so good. good. And and this like the guy I work with here, Cam Bauer, man, the guy is just like just anything. Like I could ask him anything about anything yeah. in music, and and he could just tell me. I mean, he's yeah. just brilliant guy, brilliant man, so, and so uh, good, you know. So good. Oh, be, inspiring! I find it very inspiring to be around people with such high intellect and uh, yeah. such artistry. He's a beautiful guitar player, musician himself, as well as being a composer. So he's a um, yeah, very articulate guy. So really, you know, and there's there's a few of those lecturers here, uh, and particularly the sessional lecturers like the guitar player Tim Sladdens here. He's a beautiful guitar player, wonderful singers, great bass player, one of Brisbane's finest bass players mm. we've got here. So you're around these people and you've got direct contact with them all the time. I love that. You can talk to them and ask them how everything's going and, you know, it's, it's just wonderful. Yeah. And you're continuing your development, your own Most development. Definitely. I mean, yeah. all right, you're, you're a lecturer and you're full-time, but you're, you're continuing your development. That's so important to, to, to keep on, keeping on, you know? Yeah, it is. It is. I, I, hope, it, uh, I hope it never stops. I, I think that, you know, a couple of times lately, um, I've had students, you know, say sort of, yeah, I can't wait to get there, you know, one day. And it's like, I'm really sorry to tell you, but there's no there. No. There does okay. not exist. If you're an artist and musician, and even in life, there is no there. there is what no are you going to do when you get there? What, are you going to stop? Of course you're not. You're going to go, is this it? I'm going to keep going. <laughs> you know, and it's... Then, um, and then, then that's when the challenges start. Because... Oh, yeah. If you yeah. have a goal and you think, all right, I've reached this goal, so now what do I do? Yeah. So now you're gonna you're gonna put another goal. You know, it's probably gonna be bigger, and then yeah. you're gonna go for that, and then that, yeah. and then it goes. I, th on I think and you know, with goal setting, one of the one of the key things with that um, is to set it before you finish. Really, if you're mm. coming up to the to the business and your project, that's actually the time to set your next, next goal. goal. Yeah. So you just roll so, on. Otherwise, you can get this. This is awesome, and then just. So it's true. It's happened to all into a depression. Yeah. Oh, totally. totally, yeah. Totally, totally. Totally, man. I, I think um, it's it's just sort of part of the territory that's a really dangerous actual slippery yeah. slide that it's you, so if you can protect yourself against it a little bit, it's inevitable in some way that down, that coming down off a really amazing gig, off a CD launch, yeah. off a release, yeah. off, a, off anything, a great session that you're working with people or a great gig, that come down is always... Um, that's always a bit of a dangerous area, I think, and it's uh, yeah, yeah you've got to you've got to be how you manage that. I think you know, I think one of the things about being older as a musician is that you you figured out ways to get through that, so it's not yeah. too uh, not too damaging to your day to day and make and, and take yeah. it back. Yeah, so, I, I totally totally agree. Yeah. Look, Simon. Look, it's it's been it's been great. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. As I said, you're one of my you know the first ones that I thought about, uh, oh, no, and it's, it's finally come to this. So, um, 
thank you so much. It's been uh, such a pleasure to have a chat with you. And maybe the next one we can do here in Melbourne, in you know, oh, yeah. where, where, where I usually do it. But um, totally, and jam as well. Um, oh, yeah, totally. Look, yeah. I wish you all the very best with everything as well. Um, it's coming from the bottom of my heart and, and looking forward to your next release and your next projects and stuff like oh. that. But look, no, thank, you, thank you so, you so, so much. much. Thank you so much for having me and uh, congratulations on your wonderful podcast and um, on your own music as well. I can't wait to hear it. I love Same. hearing you, watching yeah. you play. So it's uh, it's been wonderful, mate. So so good to see you, my friend. And, oh, yes, definitely, dude. I'm coming to Melbourne. So Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. We'll hang out. All right, Simon. Thanks once again. Huh? All the best, mate. Thank you very much. Thank you.
Hope you enjoyed the Striker Chord podcast. Be sure to visit valentinoflamenco.com to access more podcast episodes, news, and other projects that I'm currently working on. Thanks for listening and watching.